eternal friend Without your love I am nothing at all Share my yoke and you'll find your rest Together we'll journey where the Spirit suggests To your soul as I raise your chin Oh, I know you're my loveliest kin Oh, how I love you Do you love me? Anamkara Beloved of my soul, rejoice with me, for we found what was lost. Don't be scared now to die in my arms, this love between us can never be harmed. To your soul as I raise your chin Oh, I know you're my loveliest kin Oh, how I love you Do you love me? And I'm caring my healing I bring I look into your soul as I raise your chin Good morning, this is Reina from the community in Long Beach. The song we just listened to was written by and sung by Anne Healy, a Verbundi missionary, originally from Ireland, who is now in Germany. I first heard this song at Jeanette's permanent bouts nine days ago. In the, in the Gaelic language of Ireland, Anam Kara means soul friend. Anam means soul and kara means friend. Anam kara, soul friend, companion, spiritual guide, someone who knows you deeply. Such will be Jesus' relationship with the Father and deeper. In John 16, 29 to 33, Jesus answered to the disciples, Do you believe me now? Behold, the hour is coming and has arrived, when each of you will be scattered to his own home and you will leave me alone. But I am not alone, because the Father is with me. I have told you this so that you might have peace in me. In the world you will have trouble, but take courage. I have conquered the world. Jesus seems to be very aware of the love and friendship of the Father. They share a communion of love. The Father is his sole friend who knows Jesus to the depths of his being and is always with him. 
John O'Donoghue, an Irish philosopher and poet, born in 1956 and died in 2007, he describes Anamkara this way. Anamkara is a person who acted as a teacher, companion, or spiritual guide. It originally refers to someone to whom you confessed, revealing the hidden intimacies of your life. With the Anamkara, you could share your innermost self, your mind and your heart. This friendship was an act of recognition and belonging. When you had an Anamkara, your friendship cut across all conventions, morality and categories. You were joined in an ancient and eternal way with the friend of your soul. John Donahue's description of Anamkara speaks to me about the relationship of Jesus with the Father. Jesus shared this intimate friendship with God, who knew his most intimate secrets and fears, with whom he shared his loneliness, misunderstandings, and from whom he drew his strength and enjoyed an eternal friendship and communion of love. Jesus was never alone. As I pray about the ascension of the Lord, two more images filled my imagination. The first is the idea of looking up to heaven, like the disciples who knew Jesus when Jesus ascended. And the second is looking at the earth in order to carry out the mission to which Jesus calls us. The, disciple, the disciples stood there staring at the sky when Jesus ascended into heaven. This scene reminds me to fix my gaze on the things above and on our eternal destiny. To gaze at heaven means to fix our eyes on what is beyond the immediate experiences of gratification. To gaze at heaven is about hoping and having visions for what is to come in the future. And I was wondering, what makes us get up each morning? What fills our imaginations? What dreams do we have? Do we have something to look forward each day? Some of us look forward to those, to these daily podcasts, to have our heart filled with a message of hope. Others look forward to important gatherings, important meetings. Others look forward to the next chapter of their favorite Netflix series. For me, to gaze heavenwards is to have a vision beyond what we see hear and feel every day. But now let us reflect upon what it means to look at the earth. Looking at the earth is the mandate that Jesus left his disciples just before the ascension. In Mark 16, verse 15, we read, And he said to them, Go all over the world and announce the good news to all creation. As I ponder about these words, I realize that our mission is to look to the earth with hope. Baptizing, which means immersing the world in the mercy of God. Giving the world a new way of seeing reality. Announcing the kingdom of God and God's friendship in the present and in the future. To look at the earth is to see the beauty in life with all the potential it has, 
The other day I went to buy some vegetables and at the farmer's market I saw a family I knew. This family had also come to buy some fruits and vegetables and they planned a time of recreation by the sea after shopping. While the mother and her two daughters were enjoying their time out while practicing safe social distancing, to their surprise, their plan had almost been ruined. After two months of quarantine, they realized one of the daughters had had a growth spurt. Her shoes no longer fit. Reese's was almost ruined. Beyond the disappointment and discomfort of walking in those tight shoes, there was also joy. This is a simple but important reminder. Reminder that social distance does not stop the cycle or the power of life. Social distance had not stopped the process of physical growth. It was a time of joy and also a time to buy new shoes. Nothing stops the process of life, just as nothing stop Jesus from his next step of going to the Father so that the Holy Spirit will come. Jesus has fallen in love with this world. He made friends, loved his mother, and yet nothing could stop him from going to the Father, his best soul friend. I believe that we all need this intimacy with God, this friendship that leads us into a deeper experience of companionship. So the invitation today is to look towards heaven and earth as we journey with the Spirit of God.